let us look to the word let us look to the word this afternoon um, and this word um, came to me at the beginning of the week and it's a word uh, and I'm not it's not a disclaimer that I'm saying now but this word was so heavy on me and I even tried to resist the Holy Spirit and say Lord maybe I can do another sermon on a different topic but God you know kept bringing this word to me Amen, Amen. praise the Lord and God used confirmation I mean I had two discussions one on WhatsApp and one um, verbally and in both discussions the word faith and patience came up Amen. Praise Amen. be to God. That word faith and patience. I was Amen. talking to Brother Chris about something. Amen. Faith and patience came up. And Amen. I was by, I think it was yesterday. I was talking to Sister Tracy and she said um, faith and patience. And I was going to say, you know, I was going to, to um, react, respond to it. But Amen. the Holy Spirit said, no, don't say nothing. Just take it as... Um, a confirmation. Amen. Amen. Praise be to God. So the title of the of the word today is Faith and Patience. Hmm. Praise God. Faith and Patience. And it's taken from the book of Revelation chapter thirteen, verse ten. Revelation thirteen verse ten. And I'm going to read it. And it says he that leadeth into captivity shall go into captivity. He that killeth with the sword must be killed with the sword. Here is the patience and the faith of the saints. Praise God. Amen. Amen. So, the, the book of Revelation is probably a book that hardly any Christians read because it is a prophetic book. It is a book that um, uses a lot of imagery and illustrations. And you definitely have to be leaning on the Holy Spirit and on have an understanding of the Word of God to read Revelation and to contextualize and understand mm. what the Word is talking about. Amen? Mm. Now, Revelation is a prophetic book. That, that means it's a book that is speaking about things that are to come. Amen? Praise Amen. be to God. So in the beginning of Revelation, and Revelation um, is primarily talking to the saints. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. God is primarily talking to you and to me. Amen? Through Amen. this prophetic book. And it starts in, you know, chapters uh, 2 and 3, where Jesus is speaking to John. Amen. Amen. John, the disciple who Jesus loved the most. And Jesus 
is speaking this revelation. That's why it's called revelation to John. And John was the only disciple of Jesus to, that died a natural death at an old age. All of the others um, were killed for their testimony of Christ and the gospel. Mm -hmm. But Jesus had already spoken to John in front of the others and said he will live, in I'm summarizing, that John is going to live to such an old age he would have a young child have to be leading him. That means he may be frail. He may even, his eyesight might not even be that good because he's going to be old, but he's going to have somebody leading him. But all the others were to be killed. And Jesus was telling them this at the Passover when they were were having um, the the Lord's Supper. Amen. And in Revelation um, chapters 2 and 3, Jesus comes to John. Uh, Mm -hmm. his favorite disciple and he says to him um, I am he that liveth and was dead Mm -hmm. and behold I am alive forevermore amen Mm -hmm. and have the keys of hell and of death write the things which you have seen and the things which are and the things which shall be thereafter Mm -hmm. so he's instructing John to write down all of the revelations mm. that God is going to give to for his church. Amen. Because Amen. Jesus is giving his word in revelation so that his church can see and discern and understand the times that his church are in. Amen. Amen. So the people of God can know the times that they are in and not be fearful but know that God is with them and Jesus starts by talking about seven churches and he uses an illustration of seven candlesticks and seven stars Mm. he uses this illustration of seven candlesticks and seven stars that represent the, the, the root of all the churches amen and what's interesting is that out of these seven churches that jesus is speaking to the majority of them were failing jesus Hmm. the majority five out of the seven jesus was warning he was warning and he was saying things like they have to repent they have to turn back to their first love. Mm. Jesus was saying, like to Pergamos, he said, he's got a few things against the church of Pergamos, that mm. they was in idolatry and fornication. Mm. That's what he was speaking to that church, Pergamos. And oh, mm. like Tyra, he was saying that, again, he says, oh, I have a few things against you because mm. you have um, that woman, Jezebel, which mm-hmm. is a spirit. Hmm? You have that woman, Jezebel, a prophetess who's teaching idolatry and fornication. Hmm? Mm-hmm. And he also was speaking against Sardis and Laodicea. And what's interesting with Laodicea, 
Um, he said that this church is a church that's lukewarm to the mm. things of God. It's lukewarm. It doesn't really matter. The things of God don't really matter to this church. But Jesus said to the Laodicea that you say that you are rich and that you have many goods. Mm. Huh? So this is a church which is big and impressive to men and has can declare that it is rich financially mm. and has many goods. But hear what Jesus said to this church. He said, but you are wretched, uh. miserable, poor, blind, and naked. So in the spiritual realm before our Lord Jesus Christ, this church that had everything you would imagine a church should have, because they said that they was rich and they have many goods. But these were the things that they were trusting in. Mm. They were trusting in their wealth. They mm. were trusting in their goods. They were trusting in the things, the carnal things that they had. But before God, Jesus said that they were wretched. They were poor. Mm. They were naked. They were blind. Mm -hmm. because they had no relationship with him. Mm. Amen. They had Amen. no fellowship with Jesus. They were doing their own thing. Amen. But out of the seven churches, there were two churches that Jesus commended. Yeah? There were two churches that Jesus commended, and they have a thing in common. The two churches... Well, you had Smyrna and you had Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. And the, the two churches that Jesus commended, Jesus said to both of them, I know your works. Mm. Hmm? Amen. Praise Amen. God. I know your works. I know your efforts. I know your struggle. I know what you're trying to do. Mm. In fact, with Smyrna, Jesus said, I know your tribulation. Mm. I know your poverty. But you are rich. Amen. Hallelujah. Jesus said to Smyrna, even though you're going through tribulation, even though you're going through poverty, before me, you are rich. Praise be to God. And Jesus also was said to the church in Philadelphia, that I know your works too. And this church of Philadelphia was being persecuted, Jesus said, by them that are, say that they are Jews, but mm. they were actually, as Jesus described them, of the synagogue of Satan. Oh, and Jesus said that these people, he was mm. to make their time will come when these people will eventually have to come and worship at their feet. Praise mm -hmm. God. So Revelation as a book is a book that is speaking about times to come. We in the church refer to these times as the last days. Mm -hmm. And it's talking about these times when the time is going to come when the church itself, herself, will be under attack. Mm. Hmm? The church 
around the world, if you can't see it, is under attack. Hmm? Every other faith, every other religion is okay in this world. Yeah, because Jesus had already told us that we are not of this world. Hmm? That's why the world will hate you. They don't understand it, but the world will just hate Christianity. Hmm? They will hate just even to go into a room and to see a, the cross. They hate it. Yeah, but if they go into a room and they see um, the Muslim symbol, the crescent, or if they see the Hindu symbol, no one is offended. But they go into a room and they see the cross, they will say it's causing them offence. And the church is under such an attack in these last days that the church is succumbing and caving in and compromising with oh. the things of the world oh. hmm? but not just the church but the whole world yeah. is experiencing tribulation the whole world yeah. is starting yeah. you can see it uh, you can just look on the news for 10 minutes and you can see the tribulation is on the increase mm-hmm. around the world. Mm-hmm. Amen. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Amen. Even, if, even when you look out in the world today, everything is becoming more fearful. Uh, everybody is more fearful. Everyone is becoming more bound by fear if they allow themselves to listen to the message of the world. Mm? And this is in a time when, when you look at the West, there has never been a time when a civilization in all of world history has had the things that we have. Huh? You can WhatsApp, you can do video calls with someone 200 miles away, with someone on the other side of the world. A hundred, even 50 years ago, that was unthinkable. Amen? Look at the cars that we have. Look at the, the, the technology that we have to our disposal. Look mm. at the, how quickly you can travel the world. Mm. Look at the, 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 the technology in the hospitals. Mm. Look at the teaching if you go into a school. When I was growing up in the school, you had the pencil and, and paper mm-hmm. That's, and a book. That's all you had. Mm. Now they have laptops, they have tablets, they have apps, they mm. have this, they have that. Yeah? Mm. But Daniel said it that... Um, there's going to come a time that many will run, be running to and fro, and knowledge shall be increased in the earth. When Daniel was talking, the prophet was talking about a time uh, when the enemy is going to be released on this earth. Uh, many shall be running to and fro, and knowledge 
shall be increased. Uh, and this is to give the appearance that things are getting better. Uh, mm? <clears throat> because you have cars, because you can do everything on your phone, because you have apps, because we have technology and uh, all of this knowledge that is increased is uh, going to bring a better quality of life. Mm. But look at the reality mm-hmm. of the, what's happening in the world when all of this knowledge, all of this technology has increased. Poverty has increased mm. across all of societies in the world mm. right now. Hmm? We are a church, we did, we've been doing the food bank, it's only now because of lockdown we don't do but we've been doing food banks and it's incredible that you can even have a family with husband and wife both salaries is not enough to take care and put food on their table after they've paid their mortgage or their rent Mm -hmm. Hmm? this is poverty This is poverty. And you don't hear it on the news at the moment. But when in the next year or two, we're going to hear, you're going to hear right now cases of mental illness, cases of suicide will be at an all-time high from 2020 with all of the lockdowns and things like that. And even when you look at the minimum wage that they said that they're going to give to to people i can personally remember when i was studying in university and i was doing a basic delivery job for pizza hut because it was flexible yeah because it was flexible and you got tips and things like that and it worked with me being at uni so i was working at pizza and my, my wage then was just under £7 an hour. Mm. Over 20 years ago. When the cost of living was much, much cheaper then. And now this government is saying the minimum wage is 8.72. It's going to be 8.72 from April. An hour. Mm. When the cost of living is gone so ridiculously high. Uh, People are struggling. And the Bible said in Revelation that these things, these things are like birth pains. Hmm? When a woman is going through birth pains, it it starts slow. You just feel twinges. What we're feeling right now is just the twinges. We're just feeling the little twinges, but it's going to increase the pressure, the, the, the demonic activity against people around the world is going to increase. <clears throat> All you see is fear everywhere. But the word says that God has not given you the spirit of fear. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. Hallelujah. God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love 
Yes. Of a sound mind. Hallelujah. Yes. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. The media is talking fair upon fair upon fair and lies upon lies upon lies. I tell everybody that would listen. Don't spend your days listening to the news. You're going to get fearful. You will become anxious. Huh? Because the, the news, they, what they're saying is um, contradictory lies all the time. And they just can't help themselves. For example, they're talking now, when they're talking about this virus, and they're talking about this new strain and that new strain. And I was thinking about it, and I said to myself, when the lockdown first happened in March 2020, yes, mm. it happened in March 2020, uh. you could go online and you would see mm. interviews with scientists and professors and qualified people that mm. were saying things like, in South America, there were eight strains. In America, there's six mm. strains already dead. But in the England, they were talking as if there's only one strain. And mm. they never mm. mentioned to no one that there was other strains until after they come out with the vaccine. And I believe that the reason why they didn't mention the other strains, even though they knew there was so many different, there's so many different strains. Mm, yeah. It changes all the time. Mm. It's mm. a living organism now, changing all mm. the time, <clears throat> evolving. Yeah. Mm? Mm. In one country, it affects people one way. In another country, it, this, it would affect people in a, a different way. Mm. Mm? And I believe that they, why this, com this government didn't mention that there were different strains that was out there already. They waited until they had this vaccine and started giving it out to say, oh, they're finding this strain and they're finding that strain. When they knew it was there already. Yeah. It's because they wanted the people <clears throat> to put their faith and trust in this vaccine. But you see, like with this vaccine, it doesn't stop you from contracting any coronavirus. This vaccine doesn't it make you immune uh -huh. just from getting the coronavirus. And their own scientist, Professor Chris Whitty, was standing beside Boris Johnson last year, December, and he admitted that. It doesn't stop you from catching the virus. It doesn't stop you from spreading the virus because an, a reporter was asking them, if I and everyone in my bubble got vaccinated, would, does that mean we would no longer need to wear masks when we're together? Would that mean we can now be like how we used to be? You know what Professor Whitty said? This is not my words. This is not some 
quote-unquote conspiracy theory that you can find on YouTube. This is the, the, the chief medical officer for the British government. He said to the reporter, you would still have to wear your mask. Okay. You would All still right. have to social right. distance. Huh? Right. Lies upon lies. Mm-hmm. And the question I have today is why, what is the agenda then if it doesn't stop you from getting it, if it doesn't stop you from passing it, why is there such a global push with all the governments to put this experiment in people's arms and bodies? When no one knows what it will affect in a year's time or two years' time. No one knows. It is pure experimental. And when you see they put people in this state of fear, instead of putting your faith and trust in Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, who has taken you for all your valleys in the past, the lies and the deception is is telling us to put our trust in the scientists. Huh? Isaiah said it best, the prophet Isaiah in 60. He said when he looked out in her vision, he said that the world was covered in darkness. Uh, but yeah. what was most alarming, what the prophet Isaiah said when he was envisioning these last days, that the world would be covered with darkness, but over yeah. the people, over the people, over the people would be covered gross darkness. Glory be to God. Isaiah said that those who are of God must arise and shine for your light is come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people. But the Lord shall arise upon you, and his glory shall be seen upon you. Mm. And the Gentiles shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of thy rising. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. This is the word of the Lord. Mm. And the word of God is alive and true. Amen. Mm. It's because of the word of God that most of us saints are sane today. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. Hallelujah. It's because of God's word while we still have strength today. Amen. Praise be to God. And you know, when you read Revelation and God was talking about the, the churches, when we look at Revelation 13, verse 10, it says, He that leads into captivity shall go into captivity. Uh, he that killeth with the sword must be killed 
with the sword. Here is the patience and the faith of the saints. Amen. Amen. And it just grieves me so much, and I'm going to be frankly honest, children of God, it grieves me so much to see or to hear the under-shepherds I can describe, the ministers of God, us as the servants of God. I know my relationship with God. I know I am the Lord's servant. Amen. I don't Amen. need anyone to come and to tell me or to ratify. I know I am the Lord's servant. Oh. And it just grieves me to see and to hear servants of God huh? speaking things that they don't know anything about. Hmm? Speaking things they don't know anything about. Peter said that when the judgment comes, it's going to begin at the house of God, you know. God's judgment is going to, he's first is going to look at, on us and his ministers primarily huh? to say, what did you do? Huh? Now, when you see uh, uh, ministers telling their congregation, to listen to these lies, huh? To listen to what the, 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 the these these people are saying. What spirit should we, a minister of God, listen to? The Holy Spirit or man's spirit? You tell me. The scientist will speak as a scientist. That is his profession. That is what he is, 24 hours a day. That is his qualification. The Lord's minister should be speaking what God's word is saying. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise be to God. We should be standing mm. <clears throat> on the word of God. Amen. And at the very least, they should be saying, well, you know what? I don't know either or way, or I don't have enough information either or way, but you lot do what you deem best. I'm saying this to the saints. But what I can see is this spirit, this fear, this darkness that is on the world. Ministers are opening their congregation to people who don't even profess God uh -huh. to people who don't believe in God. Don't, we don't even know what they believe, uh -huh. <clears throat> what they trust in, uh -huh. huh? to come and tell you and your congregation that what they are looking to push in you as an experiment is safe. Uh -huh. And that's what grieves me the most. And that's why God said during this period when the tribulation, when the birth pains, when the pressure is going to start, 
those that lead into captivity shall be led <clears throat> into captivity. Uh, Hallelujah. Amen. God. They that lead into captivity shall be led into captivity. Hmm? And captivity is basically when you're in prison, when you're confined, when you're restricted, hmm? when you, you no longer have your freedoms. That is what captivity is. And you, you remember in the book of Exodus, when the people of God was in captivity in Egypt, they no longer had their freedoms. Mm-hmm. Hmm? They no longer they had to get permission to worship. Hmm? They, they, they were in slavery in bondage. Until the time came when God heard their cry, mm. hallelujah, and God lifted up mm. Moses mm. to be their deliverer, amen, amen. hallelujah, amen. and God prepared a place for them, mm. amen, a place that the Bible says was flow with milk and mm. honey, amen. amen, and Moses said to God, what should I say to these people? Your people, if they question you, if they question that you can actually deliver your people out of this captivity. And God said to Moses, tell them, I am that I am. Hallelujah. I am that I am. Hallelujah. Has sent you to, to, to them. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. The Bible said that they that kill with the sword must be killed with the sword. Amen. Hallelujah. These terrible times, these murderous times, these perilous times that we are seeing is just the beginning of the birth pains. Amen. And Jesus is... God is saying in his word that those who during these times would let that spirit of murder make them murder people. Mm -hmm. People are dying left, right and center. People Mm -hmm. are dying and, and the world is immune. Amen. The world is immune. This spirit of fear, this spirit of captivity, this spirit of death is so prevalent that peoples are seeing even the elderly going into hospitals, able-bodied, fit and healthy, and within 48 hours they're dead. And everybody knows what I am saying is true. But because of the fear on the church, and the church, as I said, most are not speaking and standing for the word of God. You know, I preached some time ago about when the time with the tribute money, and they they asked Jesus, should they be paying tribute to Caesar or, or not? And what did Jesus say to them? 
Jesus said to them, give unto Caesar what is, unto, what is due to Caesar. Uh, but give to God what is due unto God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus. Hallelujah. Give to God what is due unto God. And you know, when you're not in the word, when you're not in the spirit of the word, you can get very easily, it's very easily carried away under the fear of the world. And eventually, you're sounding just like them. You're, you're just operating just like them. You're just doing things just like them. But God has said that we are different to them. God has said that you are a peculiar people. God has said that he has set you aside. God has said you must let your light so shine before men. Hallelujah. God has put us there. And just as we heard the sister's um, testimony, yeah, in that time of family tragedy, God allowed her to use that light of God, hallelujah, to heal the family and to be like a signpost for, the, for people who don't know him that are in darkness to turn to the light and be saved. This is the time that we are now in. This is a serious, serious time. And these are the times when the children of God must have faith and patience. Amen. Hallelujah. You must have faith and you must have patience. Hallelujah. You must stand on what God said in his word. Hallelujah. And not on what some atheists or people who don't know God are telling you everyone is doing it. You must have faith and patience. Hallelujah. Jesus said, here is the patience and the faith of the saints. Hmm? At the beginning of the hunger pains, of the, at the beginning of the labor pains, Jesus says, herein is the patience and the faith of the saints. Amen. I want you to repeat that. Just repeat to yourself. Here is the patience and the faith of the saints. Just say that for me, saints. Here is the patience and the faith of the saints. Amen. Here is the patience and the faith of the saints. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Here is the patience and the faith of the saints. Amen. The Bible says in Hebrews 11 that faith is the substance of things hoped for. Faith is the evidence of things not seen. Hallelujah. So by standing in faith at times it would look like you are in the minority. When yeah. you stand in faith, it would look like you are the troublemaker. Yeah. When you stand in faith, it would look like you are the odd one out. Hallelujah. But Jesus said, here is the patience and here and the is the faith 
of the oh, saints. Of the saints. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. It was by faith that Abraham believed on God. It is by faith that Joseph believed on the vision and the word that God gave him. Despite his tribulations, despite being put in prison, despite the hatred of his brothers, despite being isolated from his family, Joseph believed by faith, hallelujah, it was by faith, thank you Holy Spirit, that Noah built the ark, hallelujah, and saved his entire family, it was by faith, amen, amen, it was by faith and obedience to God's word that the walls of Jericho came tumbling down, yes, praise God, Hallelujah, it's by faith that the woman with the issue of blood, hmm, who determined in her heart that she shall be made whole, it was was all by faith. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Faith and patience. Hallelujah. God is speaking to you today. You must have faith. And you must have patience. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Faith mm-hmm. and patience. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Jesus mm-hmm. said, here is the patience and here is the faith of mm-hmm. the saints. God will see you true. I want to encourage you today not to succumb to fears, not to succumb to lies and not to succumb deception. It is not of God. Amen. Amen. It is not of God. Amen. Jesus said that he has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power Amen. and of love and of a sound mind. Amen. Hallelujah. And in this scripture, when you see because in times to come, Revelation 13 goes on to talk about the, the, as the world is moving in that direction where they will bring the mark of the beast and other things. Mm. Heart, the man's heart will be dark. Man's yeah. heart will become yeah. so dark and is darkening already. Have mercy, Lord. Dark, man's heart is darkening already. Huh? Look how when I was growing up as a boy, if you heard one boy got stabbed, it was news everywhere. Everyone would be talking about it. But now it's like nothing. Week after week, boys are being murdered, murdering one another, stabbing one another all over just London alone, all over England and in other countries. The violence is so prevalent. The murdering is like nothing. Mm. People are taking lives of other people like nothing. Mm. And no one, it's like everybody is in this docile state of fear. But as I said earlier, when God comes, his judgment, his first question is not going to be for them that are righteous. It's going to be for them in the house of the Lord. Mm. Judgment is going to start 
at the house of God. And I'm not talking about a judgment in terms of are you saved or anything like that. I'm talking primarily a judgment to say your works. Why did you fail me? Why did you do this? Why didn't you stand for me? Why didn't you defend me? Why didn't you stand for me? Why did you turn a blind eye? Why did you succumb to pressure? Yeah. God don't want to hear no excuses. God don't want to hear, well, I w- we, we, have to, we have to open the church and we have to pay for this and we have to pay for that. God will make a way. He always makes a way. That's why he said, here is the patience and the faith of the saints. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. And as I close the word this afternoon, I just want to say to you that saints, these are, this word was a hard word for me to bring. But God has impressed it on me. And I believe that right now there are ministers around the world bringing a similar word. Because I just feel that the Holy Spirit wants those that are his to hear this. Amen. Hallelujah. That you must have faith and you must have patience. And encourage one another in the Lord. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And be encouraged. We have the victory in the name of Jesus. God bless you. 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 God bless you.